this happen to you? It's a GoDaddy special. Stay tuned. You're not alone. Hey, everybody. This is Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. And this is a wee spring brief. What are spring briefs? Well, spring briefs are short episodes that give you tips, tricks, resources, and ideas to get you through the long spring days, which can sometimes be a bit tough and challenging, even for the strongest of us. So stay tuned and hang tight as we dive into this next spring brief. And yes, there is a better way. So what's a GoDaddy special? You might be surprised. First of all, I want to say before we go anywhere else, this is a very interesting story that I'm not surprised about myself, but it shows that we're not alone. In a conversation with the customer service person at GoDaddy, I was registering a domain and he was helping me out. At the end of our conversation, he said, so what does Nancy May do? And I explained. He says, oh my gosh, I'm going through that myself. I don't know what to do. He explained his situation. His mom had placed his dad in a care facility because she couldn't take care of him anymore. He had some form of dementia that was making life difficult, and she was concerned about his well-being. In the care facility, he then had a stroke. Off to the hospital, some minor rehab, and then back to the home care facility, right? Nope, not on your life. And you might be surprised as to why. First of all, this was not her choice. The care facility said, your husband is no longer allowed back in our care. Hmm, that's interesting. Why not? Well, you might be surprised that this happens a lot more frequently than you'd realize. And it's what's commonly referred to as a form of senior dumping. So how does this happen? And what can you do about it? First of all, before anything happens, and if your parent or a loved one is in a care facility, make sure you understand the contract that you've signed or that your parents have signed. If you've signed it, make sure that you sign it either as a POA, a trustee, or some other form of legal guardian so that you are not personally held responsible for their financial situation. That's important. Understand all the tiny little clauses. If you don't and you need some extra help, give me a call or drop me an email. My email is nancy at caremanity, C-A-R-E-M-A-N-I-T-Y dot com. Make sure you continue to pay for the services while your loved one is in the hospital. Now, just because they're there doesn't mean that you should ignore the facility. Visit them frequently, keep them up to date with what's going on, and continue the relationship. Also, know your rights. This is related to the contract, as I said earlier. If you have any concerns whatsoever, now is the time to start thinking about plans now should things change. Do look to take some time into investigating the quality of care that your parent will receive when they do go back to the facility. Many are incredibly challenged with hiring and retaining good aides. I think we kind of know that, especially after COVID. And it doesn't matter where you are or who you are. There are great ones and there are really crummy ones. Believe me, I've seen both. And the mediocre ones, if they've got a good attitude and a good heart, you can train along the way, typically. 
Get to know the aides there at the facility. Learn who's who, what their stress points are, and start asking them how they feel about management. Now, I wouldn't go directly and ask, hey, you know, what do you think about Supervisor XYZ? But start asking about some of the things that they're not getting done and why they're not getting done. Show some empathy. It goes a long way. And let them know that you understand. A sounding board for these folks is where you want to be. If you're going to need to move mom or dad into a new facility, start looking now. Don't wait. Too often we're waiting to the end. And I got to tell you, the stories that I hear of people going into the wrong places because they're being sold or they've been told this is the only place to go is absolutely wrong. It's going to create stress, anxiety, and could cause bigger problems for your folks. Do listen to episode 41 and 43 in Elder Care Success. This is where I dive into how to research care facilities so that you, mom, and dad, as I like to say, don't get screwed, glued, or tattooed. Sorry if I insulted anybody with any of those words right there. I try not to be shy. <laughs> I think you've already figured that one out. Also, you don't want to have to go looking for a lawyer because mom and dad have died due to neglect. Nor do you want to go looking for a shrink for yourself. Guilt is a horrible thing. And so is remorse. Do have a plan to bring them home if you need. You can get details on what things you might need and how to get there in episode 53, which is titled, Things You'll Need to Bring Dad Home. There's a checklist that you can also download in that episode as well. I'll put a link to all of those in the show notes. Then, if need be, find a good hospice care provider. Or, in the opposite direction, find the hospice care provider and then learn to work with them. But I have to tell you, signing into hospice or signing a loved one over hospice is probably one of the most gut-wrenching and heart-wrenching situations you'll go through. These people are great, and there's a lot to learn from them, too. So what happened to the guy at the other end of the GoDaddy conversation? Well, here's what was going on. His mom was overwhelmed. Her husband, his stepdad, was set up in a hospital bed in the middle of her living room. She was scared and afraid that her husband would die right there in front of her in the living room. That room was set up, he said, with all sorts of equipment, bells, whistles, humming of machines, and hospice care workers running in and out. Our GoDaddy, the son, was manning his job as a customer service rep for GoDaddy and running back and forth to care for his mom and her emotional well-being, as well as his stepdad, and trying to work with hospice to make sure that the best care was being provided to both of them. Yep, hospice is typically geared towards the person who's passing, but it's an organization that also tries to help family members with their emotional well-being at this time. I only hope that my input to him was helpful. He said it was, but I'll never know because our call ended and he had to get on to the next customer. Please, whatever you do, don't let this happen to you. Senior dumping does happen and it's important to know about because we don't want to be stuck in this situation, let alone our folks. I wish I had a better story to share, and I don't know what actually happened in the long run, but my heart and my prayers are out to the GoDaddy customer service guy. 
And GoDaddy, if you're listening, I hope you'll do something for him too. So that's it for another episode short of Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. Before we go, if you like this show, please keep listening in. But more importantly, share a gift of a link to this show to a family member, a friend, another loved one, or just somebody that you see who needs a little extra help. It's free and it's easy to do. It's a gift you can give to somebody that you care about. And it's my gift to you. So with that, we'll see you soon. Or as I like to say, we'll hear you soon. Bye-bye. This show is sponsored by Caremanity, the publishers of How to Survive 911 Medical Emergencies, a step-by-step guide before, during, and after. For your own personalized free file of life, go to www.howtosurvive911.com. All trademarks, brands, and comments are not intended to be substitutes for medical, financial, or legal advice. Please consult a medical, legal, or financial professional for issues relevant to your own personal situation. This show is produced by Caremanity, LLC. All rights reserved. Caremanity, LLC. 